Послание апостола Павла Галатам, глава 6, стихи 7-9. The book of Galatians 6, 7-9. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. It is not possible to escape the harvest or not reap a corresponding or suitable harvest of what we've sown into our flesh as well as into our spirit, otherwise God would have been mocked, and this will never happen and can't happen. And this is because the law of sowing and reaping is irreversible and unchanging, just as God is unchanging in His Word. Our flesh and our born from God's Spirit are absolutely and diametrically different in how they originated as well as in their essence and by the consistency of their soil. That is vital for us and necessary to clearly see and differentiate one from the other. Because the same sowing into these different soils brings diametrically different harvests. Sowing into the soil of the Spirit brings eternal life, as at the same time sowing into the flesh, eternal death. You see, today, the emissaries of mammon that have taken uh, key positions in the churches in the so-called Christian churches, they say that the more you bring and give, the more you will receive here as well as there in heaven. But here it says that our sowing is not dependent on our money. It is dependent on where you're sowing this money, what soil you're sowing into, into the spirit or into the flesh. We need to remember that God is spirit and that sowing into the soil of the spirit is part of our worship. This is specifically why God is still seeking worshipers that would worship him in spirit and in truth or those who would sow into the spirit according to the implemented by him truth. Again, I will say we are living in an obscure time when the larger part of Christian leaders and most Christians themselves that follow these leaders place their priorities based on the instant achievement of success in the materialistic realm. And this is its own nature of traps and snares of the professional deceiver that are placed and calculated. And first, they are focused on deceiving the elect. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. Matthew 24, 24. And so all of the efforts of the devil are upon the elect, focused on the elect. The entire religious uh, world, uh, this ch what is chaff, it is his uh, tool that he uses. So he doesn't need to do much work in that area. They already do his work. This is the Satan in the flesh. Uh, dead religion is Satan in the flesh. And so all he wants to do, he wants to deceive the elect because the house of God are the elect and not these dead religious people, these institutions, churches that have uh, become either a disco or a mausoleum. 
the voice of this world and many so-called Christian confessions and gatherings even toward aggression insist that we bring fruits of materialistic well-being right here and right now. Such a chase for results of prosperity will not only be in the way of us being able to sow into the Spirit, but will reroute our sowing into the flesh. To evaluate your spiritual progress from the position of materialistic well-being is a crime, which is one of the deceptive works of the last days. Capturing minds of the sincere for God children as well as the greedy that attend these emissaries and worshippers of mammon. Focusing on the instant obtaining of results, the sowing will not be happening into the spirit but the flesh. We need to remember that for the seed to grow that we will sow today, you need a full season before you will see a result. Sowing is an exceedingly grounded and badly paid for form of labor that is linked to our sacrifice and with our tears that testifies of our obedience to the truth of the word or to the word or our obedience to the truth of the word. First, such obedience in sowing is demonstrated in our humbleness consisting of our faithfulness and our consistency. Second, such sowing according to scripture as according to scripture, is worship to God and happens in spirit and in truth. And third, such sowing, according to scripture, is honoring and acknowledging the authority of God over yourself and is also a demonstration of your love to God. We need to know that whatever happens, we in time will absolutely reap that what we've sown if we don't become weary. He who's who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Psalm 126, 6. God will bring forth a harvest for uh, the one and the other. The word of God that we hear today is a powerful seed that at a time decided by God will bring forth a grand harvest. So do not give up. This is why it is important that when we worship and serve God in our sowing, we need to prepare ourselves not for an instant res- instant result, but to seek God, which is to seek His kingdom in the grown by us fruit of righteousness. Because it is ridiculous and sad when we seek the kingdom of God and His strength out of ourselves and independent of our relationship with God, but rather in spiritual demonstrations and materialistic prosperity. This is very, this is ridiculous and foolish. Therefore, you never need to evaluate your spiritual level and your relationship with God looking at the result of spiritual demonstrations and the results of materialistic prosperity. This is a demonic teaching that has intercepted the churches and is physically corroding it from within. And all who confess and follow this teaching do not even comprehend the tragedy They become emissaries and representatives of mammon. Flesh and blood in its original state does not inherit the kingdom of heaven, and furthermore, materialistic well-being is in no way able to be a way we measure the kingdom of God in us. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit, Romans 14, 17. The greatest wealth and possession in this world is to be godly and content, having food and clothing. Now, godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. 
But these who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare. They're not content. They fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. 1 Timothy 6, 6 through 9. According to this place of Scripture, however much we say and are convinced that we are not bound by money, however, if in the service of tithes and offerings we are not seeking the kingdom of heaven and his strength, that is bringing God the groan by his righteousness, peace, joy, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, but we are rather seeking quick results to become rich and measure our relationship with God using spiritual demonstrations and materialistic well-being. We are the typical lovers of money. And lovers of money do not inherit the kingdom of heaven. We know this very well. And if we will not repent and will not change our mind and our position, then our eternal portion is already predetermined and we in our time will share with the demonic prince mammon and his worshippers a place in the lake of fire that burns with fire and brimstone all I would like is that the children of God escape this and you can escape it God says you have turned your back to me when you began to measure your relationship with me speaking by speaking in tongues practicing spiritual gifts, evangelism, and so forth. You say, well, how do we turn back? Bring your tithes into the storehouse. It turns out that to turn back to God or to chop the root of, of the love of money is to honor God with your tithes and your offerings, bringing them specifically into God's house, into the house of prayer, that church where you receive food, where you receive the, the truth, the word. This is a very important moment so that we see how God will bless in the future His children. And so, right now, we will honor God with our tithes and our offerings in the house of the Lord. We will demonstrate with this our love to God and we will acknowledge His unquestionable authority over ourselves. This is worship and it brings us into God's courts. Bring your gifts and come into the courts with praise. And so our worship will never be complete if in our hands we won't have these gifts. This is what is God's belonging. Although it is within our possession, we have them, we possess them, but God wants that what we possess, He he made it that way that we possess it, but He wants to see now, will we be faithful, will we claim it, or will we honor Him the way He requires? Let us stand and sing when we chop, this is a time when we chop the root of all evil, and we will sing a song.
I will uh, gladly remind us that every time when Israel honored God with their tithes and their offerings, either in the tabernacle of Moses or the temple of Solomon, they were required as a command from Moses that he received from God to stretch out his hands over the tithes and proclaim a great proclamation, which they continued to do and were faithful to for thousands of years. We're that same Israel. We are connected to the same roots. We're nourished by the same olive tree. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand over your tithe and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have food within your house. I do not give in impurity. I do not give in sorrow. And I do not give for the dead. I rejoice that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray right now May your heavenly windows be open to me, and may your blessing come amply upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. 